this is the technical area. A new Alberto Gomez Football Manager weekly podcast from me, Gaffer Gramo, hitting the airwaves once again. Uh, this is a new podcast adventure for me, a new pod, well, to an extent, more of a, a rebranding of the FM Notebook. So, for anyone who didn't listen before, and for those who did listen in the past, the FM Notebook was the last podcast I ran up until April, April time or so. And then due to a lot of different pressures, different strains, a lot of different uh, kind of reasons that I had to kind of stop doing the podcast. And now refreshed after the summer with a new season and a new version of FM on the horizon, I've decided to bite the bullet. I've decided to scratch the itch and return to the podcast and world. And I said, look, if I'm coming back, I'm going to come back with a fresh new look. I'm going to come back with the freshest new look I could think of. And the name, the technical area, popped into my head there last Thursday. And it all has kind of gone from there. So this brand new podcast will have the feel of the FM Notebook, but in a much, kind of, much more, hopefully more streamlined feeling uh, experience for you and for me. In terms of like what's happened over the last few months, I know I've kind of been fairly AWOL from the community, fairly AWOL from, even from football manager to an extent, well, you know what, when the last year or so, many people know different things kind of went on. She was off sick from work, mental illness, mental health illness related issues, kind of everything kind of compounded there. And so, you know, it just got too much to be working on a podcast, trying to put together a podcast all by myself every week. So everything I had to go on the back burner. I spent the summer just trying to, you know, revitalize myself, get myself going again. You know, freshen up. And they took a two-month break from Football Manager. Not like last summer, where it was forced by the laptop uh, disaster. But this summer, it was, it was planned. It was something that I knew I needed to do, and I'm kind of glad I did now. So, what's happened now is, though, I have decided to return. And not only am I returning with a new podcast name, I'm also going to be returning with a new podcast host so i've signed up for a free trial a free plan on buzzsprout i believe the host site's called so with buzzsprout they are going to allow me upload a couple of hours free every month but every 90 days the episodes will delete so for me i'm going to be given the podcast that 11 12 weeks just to see how things are going um do a 30 minute podcast every week because that's all I can actually fit into my budgeted allowance of three minutes every month. So obviously like that's a 10, 15 minutes shorter definitely than the, uh, the FM notebook used to be. So we'll be a bit more streamlined. Um, I have rebranded my blog. So it's gone from Gaffer Gramo, fm.wordpress.com. Transition to the FM notebook to obviously collapse quick enough, so it's now the technical area, as that will be the, the new uh, name on Twitter, the new blog name. So if you keep an eye on the blogs there, 
the, the plan going forward now for FM20 will be to tie these podcasts thematically into what's going on in my FM20 save. And everything kind of come under that Gaffer Grimo umbrella, um, that Gaffer Grimo brand. And, uh, so in terms of growth on blogs, it's, I'm just going to focus on me now and with the podcast. Again, just on me, but of course, the welcome the ex- is always there. That same FM notebook extension is always there. That if you do want to come along, join on the pod, have a guest post up on the virtual I keep saying the virtual, it was going to be the virtual area, but sitting at the technical area. So if you do want to have your post up on the technical areas, blog, you come on the pod, whatever works for you. The opportunity is always there. So if that's what you'd like to do, just let me know through any of the socials. And you'll find all the socials linked in the bio below uh, this podcast, whatever it is, your list or whatever podcast and app. Um, so I'm going to take this chance to be able to a little kind of a little, you know, Q and A of, you know, FM nineteen, FM twenty, just a little bit of, and two kind of questions, put myself in. Hopefully, the aim of the podcast would be to end every week with a, a Q and A. So if you do have any questions, do send them in. Again, the same social links down below. So Twitter, Slack, and yeah, which, whichever works best for you. Can DM or do it publicly, any anything like that, it's absolutely no problem. So in terms of FM nineteen, what's been good? What have I kind of enjoyed from FM nineteen this year? And for me, I think the best thing has been, you know, I've really enjoyed the training this year more than ever. I've really kind of sunk my teeth into it, really tried to, you know, get to grips with it. And of course there's a lot of work that still needs to be done with it, you know. You're never gonna get the balance right, Joe's gonna you know, I, I found I have players unhappy if I do too much. Not enough individual training. So I might alternate my plans, have a bit more kind of individual focused training. And then they're like, oh, I'm not happy there's not enough team training. So I don't think you're going to keep everyone happy. That's for sure. But in terms of training, I think it's a big, big improvement this year from what we've seen before. And it's nice to be able to you know, explore and prepare in a planned way. Now, I know a lot of people may have given up on this early days, and I don't blame you, but for me, that has been one of my uh, my favourite things, I have to say, with FM 19 so far, is that I really, really have enjoyed being able to sink my teeth into training. What's needed improvement? Well, I think the interactions with players certainly needs improvement. I like how, I think the updates have brought new interactions with the media. And that there is new options, new opportunities, new kind of responses you can give. So that I've actually enjoyed how, you know, those little updates, the patches that have come out over the course of the life cycle of FM19, we have seen small little improvements there. I know some people may not have seen them, may not have been aware, but or it's a case of my situation has changed in game that they were there all along. But, you know, the fact that I've kind of felt that, you know, press conferences had a fresher feel but as so i do feel like that the interactions do need certainly to be improved because you know players you know i know people often football players can often be um, mugged off for their lack of general intelligence but i don't think they're as bland 
and as uh, highly strung in some ways as FM would have you to believe. So I'd love to see that changed going into FM20. So in regards to FM20, like what's my plan? Well, I'm not doing a save reveal just yet because although I have a team in mind and I've kind of alluded to it different ways on Twitter, for me, FM20, the plan for me is Argentina. Totally going off my own personal beaten track. I'm going to, I've half done Brazil before, but Argentina just appeals to me. I'm reading Angels with Dirty Faces at the minute and I'm really enjoying it. Give me a great insight into like, the history of Argentinian football. Give me a great feel for the different clubs, different eras of the game down there. Um, but the plan would be to go to one of the Argentinian clubs that you know would have a bit of an Irish connection in their history some way or other. You know, there's been different kind of pieces written in the past. So we've talked about, you know, how Argentinian football, you know, was heavily influenced up by British sailors, British emigrants. Uh, in the latter part of the 19th century and of course you know us Irish do go everywhere and there is a strong and vibrant kind of Irish community in South America whether it's O'Higgins in Chile or it's O'Brien in Argentina like we have really influenced the you know uh, the countries down there even in terms of place names and then in terms of clubs as well so it's just kind of getting in getting exploring yeah, and seeing which team kind of suits the best for me and has the best feel for me. So when I have something to announce, I will announce it. But at the minute, it's just Argentina going down there. That's that's all I have so far. But we will move, take the chance now to move into the the topic of the week. The again, just just like the FM notebook, there's going to be a topic every week. Cause something we're just going to have a little chat about. Some main theme just to, to hone in on. And this week it's, you know, I've entitled it My Way. You know, after that uh, famous Frank Sinatra song. But the, the whole inspiration for this podcast came from a different podcast. It's the uh, Eat, Sleep, Work, Repeat pod. I happened to accidentally discover it there at the weekend. And, you know, I actually narrowed in on, on this episode in particular. I'm talking about Jurgen Klopp. Um, it was entitled Inside the Liverpool Culture of Jurgen Klopp. And this is where I really got drawn in, obviously as a Liverpool fan. But I then got my FM kind of side of my brain taking the juices flowing. And really kind of had me thinking about what Klopp has done in real life and kind of implementing something similar in Football Manager. So the pod looked at the role of the Eat, Sleep, Work, Repeat pod looks at the role of bosses and employees in and it interviews like different famous bosses, different people around the world, CEOs and the like. But two special episodes were devoted to football. Um I think one focused on Barcelona and the culture there. And the second one then focused in on Jurgen Klopp and the culture at Liverpool. And on this episode where they focus on Jurgen Klopp, they analyse Liverpool's kind of rise under Klopp. But not just, you know, Klopp, the Klopp era at Liverpool. They've also analysed the Klopp era of management. So they kind of, they've kind of looked at Jurgen Klopp's style and his rise as a manager from the early days at Mainz to through to Dortmund and then into Liverpool. 
but obviously the particular focus at the minute is on Liverpool in this podcast. Um, when they were discussing Klopp's style, they looked at four areas of the culture at the clubs. Data, a simple plan, inclusivity and a psychological safety. Kind of four key components to what Jurgen Klopp brings to every club. And what really caught my attention was the focus on a simple plan. They had a little section there in the middle of the pod where they spoke about uh, you know, Klopp's style in terms of how he keeps things simple and having that simple plan in place. Now, unfortunately for me, with, with everything that kind of went on in the real world, you know, and then with FM90, issues with that sanity and save just it corrupted. I managed, I, I left it, I moved on, I bounced around saves for a while. Then towards the end of the summer, I found that I had a backup file of it saved up onto my Google Drive. It downloaded that, loaded the game up, and it, the same thing has happened again. You know, I kind of found myself, you know, starting again over and over and over, just not being able to get going. But every time I loaded up, I skipped a tactical induction or I breezed through it as quickly as I could simply because I played with the same tactics so those player instructions team instructions formation set pieces I played the exact same way and just tried to fit whatever squad I was managing into that style so to describe my style on Football Manager 19 I have been tactically inflexible I've learned very little about my own flexibility and tactics now these kind of tactics have evolved as the game has gone on. The ideas I had at the start, I found mistakes, I found areas of weakness, and I tried to close them up. But it also has kind of helped me like evolve a certain style and a certain way that I play in Football Manager. You know, I can, I just know now there is a distinct way to the way I play. It can be seen as a bit generic, but it is. And, you know, at times I could, I have felt a bit guilty about this. It's just I haven't been flexible. I have been quite rigid in how I play. But listen to the, this podcast. It spoke about how Klopp's philosophy, you know, he, he's, he was given the job at Mainz, even though he was a player, because he understood Gegenpressing. Gegenpressing and the way the previous manager had done it and implemented it. And over Klopp's career, that word Gegenpressen has typified his time at Mainz, it's typified his time at Dortmund, and it's typified his time at Liverpool. You know, this high-pressing style, which, you know, get in the opponent's face and swarm looking for numerical advantages wherever you can. Hassel and Harry. But over those stints at his three clubs, you'd see Klopp's style in terms of gay compressing, has been refined and evolved. Although it could still be generically called gay compressing. You know, there's, there is a distinct difference with how things have gone. You know, success as well has not come immediately for Klopp. And it's something a football manager can often feel, you know, a bit down in the dumps. We haven't won trophies. We haven't won enough. We're not doing enough quick enough. We're under pressure. You know, success has not come immediately with each club. But what has happened at each club is the club and Klopp have grown together in one 
set direction, one way that he has planned out. And a culture has grown in this way. And from this culture, success has been born. So it really has been a steady progress and a steady growth. And like the, you know, the definition of Klopp style. And then the how it's been refined season on season, just to give it a newer and different edge. You know, Klopp has identified and recruited the right individuals. And then these right individuals have come into his system and refined it in a new way. You know, people talk about Liverpool, how Jordan Henderson played as a six. Henderson didn't like it. Pundits criticised Henderson. Fans criticised Henderson. I think we all knew from his high energy style, Henderson, he wasn't a number six. And now you look at Fabinho on that team, and you're going to say Liverpool and Fabinho are now a weaker, much weaker team. Although Fabinho might not have the running power of Jordan Henderson, you just think of Gagan Preston, high octane running power. He has become an anchor point to that team. So there has been just that style being refined over and over and over again. Like Klopp has been able to find players that will come into the system with the right attributes, maximise the effectiveness of the attributes of these individuals and harness them as a collective. And then we can see his, his true style being born. You know, Fabinho is the latest one to kind of alter his style. Gundogan, when he emerged at Borussia Dortmund, again refined Klopp's style in a new way. The Gagan pressing changed when Gundogan entered that team and then Gotze as well Gotze was possibly the first example we saw of a false nine being used at Dortmund in the way Klopp now uses Firmino in that false nine role and the other thing with Klopp's style is he has been able to identify the players who don't suit players who don't fit between bad personalities and bad and just players who just don't fit they might be excellent footballers but not in the Klopp system. And these have been moved on. You know, you think of Ivan Perisic was moved on at Dortmund. He's now at Bayern Munich. If we look at Lucas Barrios, the target man, Christian Benteke, another target man type player. You know, technically these players were quite praised before Klopp came in. But when Klopp came in, we saw them move on because they just were not the right fit. Obviously, then we do get into the like the the realms of sabermetrics and data, and how these are now being used to identify new players. And the football manager, it's so data heavy, but that's a discussion for another day. You know, but when it comes to FM, I think Klopp's is a great example for us all to follow. You know, we may sign players because their attributes are ideal; they're suited to a role that we need. We need a new deep line playmaker. So we search by the attributes of a deep-lying playmaker. But one thing we might not consider is our style. And will this player fit our style as well? So when Jurgen Klopp, he has a little... when like Every manager does it. They meet with players before they sign them to get the feel, to get a know, is this the right player for us? Klopp asks every potential signing two questions. Do you like training? And do you like running? As you see, Klopp's system is taught and implemented and refined on the training ground and through an intensive programme. 
And then because high pressing, high octane system, players need to have stamina. They need to be able to run for the 90 minutes. They need, like if they go flat on their feet, the system could fall apart. So when it comes to an FM sense, we don't get this little meeting with a player beforehand to ask them some preset questions. But we can look at their attributes to gain this insight. So if you play this high octane system and you're looking for a deep line playmaker, you might look at the work rate, teamwork and stamina. Adding these attributes into the deep line playmaker, attributes that you have already searched for. Because if you think of this high octane football, work rate, teamwork and stamina will all play a significant role in a gegen pressing system. So the big thing is what I have learned from just listening to this podcast, only halfway through, so next week's podcast could be totally influenced by the other half. But what I've learned is I have to think bigger when I'm looking at players. He's a great deep line playmaker. He's a great advanced forward. He's a great fullback support. I have to now look at and say, hang on, you know, does he have the stamina to, uh, you know, last a full game? Does he have the work rate and the teamwork? Is his personality the right personality? Does he fit in with the group? Does he have good decision making? You know, you do have to look at these kind of secondary attributes now and think of your style and what, what, what you need from it. Gagan pressing puts demands on the whole team, so it's easy to check there. But if you're looking at other styles like Tiki Taka, you might want to look at technique, vision, as like additional attributes to the players that you are signing. First touch. Because all of a sudden now, these extra demands, if you can harness those in the right way with your players, potential signing, developing young players, all of a sudden you're developing a cohesive system right the way through your club. And that's what we want to do. We want to refine and evolve our styles. So I know a lot of people stop playing FM 19 and you're already thinking about FM 20. But if you're still playing FM 19 or you're getting ready for FM 20, think of this question. Think of an answer to this. I have my style, but how has it evolved over the past calendar year? the past iteration of Football Manager. What extra details will I need from potential signings to fit my style? And do I give cohesion and dynamics enough emphasis? And do I need to look at them more carefully if I want to build this collective, this group strong group of players now normally then the plan will be when I finish you know my little discussion there my little topic of the week I have a couple of questions obviously it's the first podcast back there's no questions from the community but this will be the space this will be the chance here now to, to kind of get them in and hopefully like that things get more refined more streamlined but because it's the first podcast background, you find your feet again. Like, you know, it's pre-season, almost getting that match fitness back. It's just a chance now to move into the outros. First of all, I want to say thank you for listening. 
and I also want to say thank you for kind of welcoming the pod back to reception Thursday evening when I announced, you know, I'm actually bringing the pod back has been great. I, it really was overwhelming. It really, you know, you know, I had a good day Thursday, and that was just kind of like then the icing on the cake. That was the cherry on top. So thank you. Really, really appreciate the, the kind words. Obviously, with this being a new pod, we do need to get it to grow. So please feel free to review the pod on your podcast, that podcast service allows you to do that, and then share the pod, whatever way works best for you, on your social stuff. Be really, really great. I really appreciate it before FM20. Thank you very much. Social links are down below, so feel free to get in touch. Episode 2 will drop next week. Going to talk about tactical tweaks those mid-match changes we do need to make so you know we you know there's a chance there's a slack channel there's a dedicated slack channel uh the technical area that you can join as well that would know, be a great place to have a chat in as well but until then i am gaffer Grimo, and i'll talk to you next week with the latest view from the technical area bye-bye now